You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi kids, welcome in. And uh, we've had a fake fall. We're back now into summer. Stupid. I know, ah, but that's the way it is. We are in Oklahoma after all. And uh, the world is, uh, is on fire. Global warming, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, the Democrats have been telling us it was going to happen, and golly, I guess it is now. All right, uh, I am Randy Renner. And I am Jeremy Griffin. And I am Tom Miller. And we have a guest today. Hey. I'm Adam Lore. Boom, shakalaka. All right. There we go. Well, yes, once in a while, we do let other people come to the bunker because we need a verse, a voice of reason once in a while in this group. He Today we made a mistake. Adam, Adam, are you going to be our voice of reason? Voice of reason. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, well. We can't find a voice of reason anywhere. Uh, and we have, well, we haven't really. Why would any hard, of us be but, friends with somebody that was the voice of reason? Though that would be the question. Well, uh, yeah, the people who are the voice of reason are just no fun. <laughs> uh, breaking news right. right now. What? 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 The Bucks have acquired Damian Lillard. From the Trailblazers. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. Interesting. It's yeah. part of a three-team trade that includes Suns and multiple players, according to Waj. Okay. Well, it would be multiple players in order to get Damian to Lillard. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with that. Get you all know, the Thunder bum, bum, bum. were mentioned as a possible person by, obviously, a uh, national writer who apparently hasn't been around Sam Presti or the Thunder long enough to know that would never happen. Uh, and, of course, it didn't. So, you know, there we go. But uh, Lillard had get, wanted uh, to go to Miami, but I guess oh, that yeah. won't be the uh, case. The Suns get uh, Yusuf Nurkic and Grayson <laughs> Allen, Nazir Little, and Keon Johnson, apparently. Okay. it's a lot of people. Uh, well, you got to... When you make these trades with these superstars, you know, you kind of, you got to match salary. Yeah. And, you know, Damian Lillard's making about 40 million or so. And so that's a, that's a <clears throat> that would need to be, especially if you're wanting to keep, you know, a superstar player. I mean, you could go head to head. Right. But, you know, you're trading away one of your own superstars to get another guy, and maybe that works, maybe it doesn't. Most of the time, it doesn't go that way. And most of the time, <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Lillard thinks about it because, you know, other than the first letter being the same, yeah. Milwaukee and Miami, mm. No, but, <laughs> but you got to think, though, Milwaukee's a better contender to me for him. You put Antetokounmpo <clears throat> with Damian Lillard, I don't know. I may not right, have said that, that correctly. That could, yeah. I mean, that could be. But, you know, remember, Miami was really good last season. No, well, I know. I'm and just saying. Plus, uh, you know, the. Of I course, feel like Jimmy Butler would be a hard not, mix with Damian Lillard. Well, now Jimmy Butler might be a guy who would have been involved in, in the, the trade, trade. Uh, well, that's going fair. back the other way. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's probably why it but, didn't happen, honestly, because they couldn't come to well, yeah, they an could not, right. trade. They couldn't, they couldn't come to an agreement. Miami didn't want to give up what. Portland was wanting in return right. for Damian Lillard. So we'll see how that ends up working out. And it's interesting, you know, I think one of the same national idiots who said the Thunder might be interested in trading for Damian Lillard also said the Thunder might be interested in trading for Giannis Antetokounmpo, which I also I've, don't believe that would happen. No, well, not those, I think the Thunder's got their team. 
Right. Right? A lot of people do. Yeah. And and what is it that Sam Presti has said, one of the many things, over, over the years, over and over again? There are no shortcuts right. to success. Right. And making a trade like that would be yeah. that very thing. And then you would also, and who knows if you would even have success, depending upon who you had to get rid of. And mm -hmm. right now, you know, the thunder, in fact, and I meant to, I, I meant to get that audio today, but of course, in my from old Sam? age, I forgot. No, oh. not from Sam, from J.J. Reddick, oh. who does a podcast. Right, yeah. And J.J., you know, they were talking about some of the teams in the NBA that could, you know, here pretty soon make a run, a legitimate run toward either a, a uh, conference championship or maybe even an NBA championship. And J.J. Reddick said the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. He said, because these guys, you look at who they have right now. Uh, and, and he talked about how much progress they had made last season, how good they were at times last season. Now you're coming into this season, the starting five, day one, probably, would be Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddy, <laughs> Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, Santa Clara Jalen Williams, right. and Chet Holmgren. Right. And J.J. Redick is saying that he believes, obviously, Shea is a superstar. Mm -hmm. He's all NBA now. Your worst player in that lineup is Lou Dort. Yes. And if that's your worst player, right. you're going to do awesome. Right, right. And yeah. that was kind of JJ's that's his point. point. Yeah. And of course, you know, you don't, you're still, the jury is still out a on little Chet. bit on Chet because yeah. we haven't seen him play in a real game. But even, and when I say that too, remembering when I say Lou Dort's uh -uh. the worst player, that is not a, a right. slide no. on Lou. Right. The guy was uh, voted by the players as the most difficult defender to play against in the NBA. Right. And uh, that, that, you know, was borne out during the, the World Cup games, you know, when he was playing for Team Canada, Dylan Brooks was on that team. Dylan Brooks is a tremendous defensive player. So is Lou Dort. And a lot of the opposing players said, forget it. those two guys, I mean, it was almost impossible to do much of anything. Yeah. And, uh, and Brooks said how much he enjoyed playing with Dort because they were such a, a difficult matchup for other teams. And Dort said the, the same thing about Dylan Brooks. But, you know, Dort, as great a defender as he is, he has had, he's been pretty hot and cold offensively. Mm -hmm. And especially from beyond the arc. Sometimes he can get hot and hit five in a row or whatever. Right. Sometimes he's cold, might miss seven in a row. Well, Jalen Williams right. has become an outstanding defender and an outstanding offensive threat. Right. So, yeah. To, to your point, and it's not a knock on Lou Dort, but but yeah, he Rather, would be... Rather, it's just a testament to the, the quality how of good, these players. Right, yeah. exactly. And you know what Josh Giddy has done the last couple of years and the, the improvement for Shea and just watching Chet during uh, summer league games for anyone who knows how much you can really tell about that and some of the <laughs> other scrimmages that he's been in and mm -hmm. some of the comments from players he's played against and they're all saying boy this guy this guy is going to be a load in the NBA and I, I've heard several guys say that and he's they, put on about 80 pounds 
Well, we'll see. That's, that's my number. He, he and he has he's put on from last year. He's put on about fifteen, mm. and uh, and and guys were sixty five to go. We're on our you way. You know, noticing uh, certainly noticing that said it. You know, it's made him. It appears to be a lot better than you know what he was. You know, before he got hurt, mm-hmm. but uh, it will be. And there have been some guys who have said, you know, when it comes to rookie of the year. Barring any kind of something weird happening, uh, many of them are now thinking that it would be Chet Holmgren over Victor Wimbanyana mm-hmm. because they believe that year that even though he didn't play, he was getting used to the lifestyle in the NBA because he went on a lot of the road trips and was involved in a, in a lot of things. And Wimbanyana is even skinnier than what Chet right. was when he started. And they're, they're thinking his adjustment is going to be more this season mm-hmm. than what it will be for Chet because Chet went through some of that last season when he wasn't playing. It'll be fascinating. And, of course, the first preseason game this year for the Thunder, it's, uh, the San Antonio yeah, right. Spurs and Victor Wimbanyana. Right. And with the... That's uh, going to tell so much. Unless Pop does his... Well, Pop can't thing. do... You know, remember the NBA has come out now here... Well, just recently, I guess they've done this. They are cracking down on load management. I've heard that. Really? Yes. I've heard that. The NBA is saying, okay, boys, <laughs> you guys have... Did they call it the Popovich rule? <laughs> no, no, they didn't. They didn't call anybody's name. But I mean, you know, Pop has used that over the years and then more and more coaches have done the same. The Thunder have done the same thing. Sure. But, but he's I, been pretty I, blatant. <laughs> he has, right. He has. Mm-hmm. And uh, the NBA has said, we're not, in fact, you know, they, they've, I believe they, they have actually said, you cannot rest superstar player just for the sake of having a day off. Yeah. I mean, okay. If they've got a sprained ankle or a sore toe, that's you don't think maybe one thing. Not gonna... Well, sure, they'll try. Okay. But but the NBA has said, we're going to be watching this mm-hmm. because we know you how sneaky you guys are. And we're taking this really seriously. And where they're especially upset about it is when it comes to national TV games. Well, sure. You know, when, you know, the TNT and ESPN games and all week, you know, TNT or ESPN will be hyping up the big matchup between so-and-so and so-and-so and and it ends up neither one of those guys are playing. Mm -hmm. They're over on the bench. Nothing's wrong with them. They're just being rested and Pop, Pop Pop didn't, and I'm sure he still doesn't care. Right. What, you know, the TV partners are doing even though a lot of those millions that he makes is because of those sure. TV partners. Well, and it, it, I'm assuming they're just going to, what, fine on this or something? It won't take him long to test this. No, he'll do it probably on October 9th. <laughs> well, he might, but the first game is a little or, early for yeah. anybody to rest. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you but know, he can might, always say he's got a strain. Well, or, or he could yeah. just say, you know what, he's not ready. Mm-hmm. You know, this is his... You know, he was basically in high school. Who says I have to start him or play him? Sure. Who said, right, exactly. And so there will be ways around. And, you know, I mean, pop is pop. I mean, he he may just keep doing it just to to do it. He's like, go ahead, find me. I don't care. I make 12 million a year. I can pay it. 
catching some of the uh, straw noise. We didn't talk about our drinks today. Oh, they're really good. They're really good. Tom uh, like made you. us some strawberry uh, margaritas, frozen margaritas. Mm. Fantastico. Mm-hmm. That's Spanish for fantastic, by the way. Really? Strawberry yeah. is? No, fantastico. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I swallowed that. I I just want to say this to you, Tom. You are a real... Uh And that's all that we need to know. Wow, man. Jeremy, that was harsh. Ouch. Uh, But yes, and and we, since we're already Mm. talking about the Thunder, might as well bring up the uh, The arena arena. vote. Yes, the city council, (laughs) after much gnashing of teeth yesterday, and some whining and uh, various people talking about... Uh, thing. I don't like basketball. I never get any basketball games. Uh, <laughs> they went ahead and, and allowed the people to vote. The people to vote. Now, what two, a concept. Two city council people, uh, Joe Beth Hammond and uh, Nikki Nice, both mm. decided they did not, would not, did not want to allow the people of Oklahoma City to vote. So they're an anti democracy type people. <laughs> they're, they're more they the know better. They know better than the yes. normal right, right. Joe. Now you know their reasoning by behind it, and and I understand what you know they were saying. I get it, and I I wouldn't be happy if I if I was them either. If if what was done to them would have been done to me, I would have not been happy either. I would have gone ahead and allowed people to vote on it. Yeah, but one of the reasons that they said that they they didn't uh, approve the proposal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're not going to tell you that. Because they didn't have a lot of. They're, they're not going to tell you that, you know, w- we voted to deny people the, the vote. <laughs> For them, it was going to be, we, you know, we just didn't like the way the proposal was handled. We don't think it's good for the city. So we, you know, we're not going to uh, approve the mm-hmm. proposal. And they're, what they said was they were basically left out of the process, you know, that they were getting questions from the people who lived in their districts about it. And they were like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to, I haven't been told what it's going to be. And just, you know, my opinion, I, I think that people on the council mm-hmm. ought to at least be in four. I'm, and, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just taking them at their word. They could be lying, you know what, which, you know, they're politicians. You so mean like My Tom? guess is it's possible. <laughs> what? Uh, but, uh, you know, you, sh- you ought to be able to at <clears throat> least let people know, hey, hey, <laughs> heads up, heads up, <laughs> we're going to be voting on a, a thing about the arena on the 26th. So, and here's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, being nice, saying, here's what it's going to be. Now, we're not going to let you talk about it. We're not going to tell you all the details. But, I mean, we are going to do this. So, just to let you know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why they were left out. Like I said, I, I can't say for sure is, that they were. We're going to have a vote. On December 12th. On December 12th yes. in Oklahoma City. Yes. And uh, it's going to pass. Uh, well, probably seventy ish percent. Probably, that's what I think. Pro- probably, especially. Maybe. See, here's the, here's the good nah. thing though. The voting voting for it in December is really key because everybody will be in the Christmas spirit. 
Well, that's true. Or they'll have no like, money. No, but I think I think by that money. time that you're gonna, it, what so. you're going to see is the way the Thunder, ha- like at that point, the actual way the Thunder have played. That's true. And I think people are going to be very optimistic by the, that time. Because here's How, the thing. Even if the Thunder don't have the legs to, to go deep in the playoffs this year, the, you know, traditionally the first half of the year goes well for the Thunder in general. Go. I'm just thinking about those years where we always say, wait till after the All-Star break, then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Because so many players just kind of coast until we get to the back half of the season, and that translates to more wins for younger teams like the Thunder who are not going to be coasting. And so you can see this, you know, maybe jumping off to a, you know, a 650 start or something like that. Well, uh, I, I certainly hope uh, that it will pass, this one will have organized opposition, much like I remember the very first maps, there was some opposition to that because most people, well, not most, but I mean, it, obviously it passed, but some people in the opposition were just like, you got to be kidding me with some of this stuff. Where's, you know, the, oppos- were- where's the opposition going to get the money to fund their uh, anti well, you never know. They there got could leftover be, maps. One money. Uh, there, there could be some well-heeled uh, people. Because I know where this. the pro build the arena money will come from on that same. Well, sure. Deal, and, I, and, and, and there will be a lot of money if they want to spend it for pro right. ads. Yes, there will be. Well, and the Thunder, all I, of their marketing is going to be pro. Oh, I know. Right. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money that this is going to benefit greatly yes, absolutely. if they build there this will, arena. There, there will be a lot of pro-advertising. They, they and, have to have this pass. And by organized so. opposition, I don't necessarily mean a lot of money where they're going to flood everything with ads because in many of these maps extensions, there, there hasn't been a whole lot of opposition mm-hmm. because people have seen how good they've been for the city. And the one we have right now, Maps 4, passed by the largest margin of any of them with well, over know, 70% of the vote. And, and and to this, this is the thing. This is one of those votes that aren't like, this isn't, this is a special elect- right. uh, vote that people are going to have to intentionally go and do. Yes. And we understand that, you know, in the population of a million people in Oklahoma City, uh-uh. we might see 3,000 voters. Well, and it's well, not going I, to increase, it's not going to hit anybody di- directly in the pocketbook because this tax is already in place. Oh, Tom, you you obviously have not been paying attention to things, <laughs> have you? I don't. My <laughs> gosh. I thought that was what in we said the last Tom, time uh, That's we been talked. his stance from and, day and, one. And, <laughs> you know, I and, believe and, that's what we talked about two or three weeks ago, that this is a, just an extension yes. of the sales tax. Well, you know, if you had been uh, watching the city council meeting, I was in Colorado Springs. See, there you go, not paying attention. <laughs> you're uh, you're off in Colorado, mm-hmm. enjoying doing... some recreation time. Yes. What? Yes, <laughs> yes. I yes. Some Shh. some good uh, gummies. What? And I understand you what? brought back about what? 12, 12 what sacks of potato <laughs> chips. What if law enforcement no, 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 no. is listening uh, to this? <laughs> it's legal in regular, Colorado. No. Oh, not it no. is legal in Colorado. Yeah, what but are we're you not talking me? about marijuana. You're talking oh, about no. just gummies, just Colorado Gummel. Springs gummies. Well, no, you know right. they're I, delicious. I, you ever have those <laughs> melatonin gummies? <laughs> Mel, yeah. Oh, no, for gosh. real. The no, melatonin no, yeah, gummies yeah. are like to help you sleep or whatever. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 
anyway, sorry. What were you okay. saying? Okay. <laughs> what was I? What I was going to say? If you if you had been watching Enlighten me. the city council meeting yesterday, damn you it, I had, missed the city council two, meeting yesterday. You had two city council never people go out on Tuesdays <laughs> talking about how bad this would Kicking be myself. for the city. You had several people come mm. up to the odium yes. and complain about it talking about how this is and one of them was almost literally screaming this is going to cost me $1,200 a year and I don't have an extra $1,200 to spend on an arena for billionaires I'm like okay then well and so and when you hear that that it's going to cost people an extra $1,200 a year that sort of sounds like that you're going to have to write a check for $1,200, mm-hmm. an extra check for $1,200 at the end of the year. Well, mm-hmm. two things. Number one, you're not going to have to write a check for $1,200. And number two, you've been paying for all of this for 30 years. <laughs> and number you're not three, going to see if you want to opt out. Leave Oklahoma yeah, City right. to buy all your stuff. Right. right. Yes. And then you will not be then funding it at all. You won't be funding it at all. Yeah. Even though, I, I mean, I live in Edmond, but I still buy a lot of stuff in in uh, uh, Oklahoma City. But by organized opposition, there is, you know, there was a group that was uh, picketing City Hall yesterday. And uh, they have a website also that you can go to. Defund the it's police. Called, no. It's called buyyourownarena.com. Buyyourownarena.com. You know how many people are going there going, I'd love my own arena. <laughs> well, <laughs> how does this I've work? got 30 acres. Not, not when they see a $900 million dollar price tag. <laughs> and uh, on there, it talks about how rich the uh, Thunder owners are. And uh, that they ought to be able to buy and pay for their own arena. Now, the problem with that, if the, which, I mean, you know, there are four or five literal billionaires in the Thunder Ownership Group. Mm -hmm. The richest one is George Kaiser from up in Tulsa, who's worth $13.5 billion at the latest uh, number. So, I mean, George could write a check, I suppose, sure. uh, you know, for a billion dollars. And maybe dollars. he should and stick it to the city and just pocket all well, the money. Yes, yes, that's, that's my point exactly, right. that <clears throat> if the Thunder Ownership Group, and presumably, I mean, you know, they they could, mm-hmm. because between, between them, they have certainly enough money to pony up a billion dollars, but that arena would be theirs. Right. And not the cities. To I mean, the city to do whatever, want. right? To do whatever they want, and profit off of every single thing that happened within the arena, mm-hmm. because you know they own it. Right. Mm-hmm. The way it is right now, the Thunder owns the Paycom Center. The Thunder pay a lease. Right. It's not. I'm sure it's you know somewhat friendly. It's not like you know, but whatever it is, they pay a lease. They get the. Most of the revenue generated by the games, the Thunder games that are held in the arena, but the the Thunder control the arena for about, potentially about 55 dates out of the year. Well, they play 41 home games. <laughs> right. And then there's a couple preseason games, could be some playoff games. But a lot of people There'd don't understand that, that the Thunder <clears throat> production crew uh, largely 
covers, I don't know as far as total numbers, they wouldn't do concerts, but a lot of third-party events there happen because of the Thunders production crew. That if in a different environment, the city would have to have that production right. crew. Sure. And those crews would not be the same, and therefore right. equipment would be more, let's see, how would you word this politically? Second right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, it, the thing is, like, you can, the arguments can be made for a lot of different things in, in regard to all this, but at the end of the day, um, there there's just a lot of good people trying to do a lot of good things, and there is no nefarious motivations for anything. And I think people just have this mindset that rich people want to get rich. Well, that's true. (laughs) Poor people want to get rich, by the way. Everybody wants to get rich. I just come back to the original argument here on the study that shows Mm -hmm. that the city makes $600 million a year in revenue because the Thunder are here. Mm -hmm. One of the city councilors said, well, you know, that's like trickle down. That's not really real. You can't really go talk to all the restaurant owners in Bricktown about the Thunder. No doubt. You, You, Here's because here's the thing: if the Thunder were put in a position where they had to do that, guess what they would do? I'll tell you really quick what they'd do. They'd move to Tulsa. Yep. And when they moved to Tulsa, they you would, know that's interesting, Jeremy. I hadn't really thought of that. Why wouldn't you? Well, see, my thinking on I this, mean, not why wouldn't you think of it? Why wouldn't they do that? I, well, I, I wouldn't think of it because I'm an old guy and I'm I can be somewhat mentally challenged at times. <laughs> because literally, <laughs> I did not think of that. Uh, my thinking was that. Uh, the that the owners would not move it. I, you know, I was just was thinking out of the city. I didn't think out of the city, but just up to Tulsa. I was thinking what they would end up doing if this is voted down and it looks like they're not going to be able to get a new arena, that they would not move the team to, say, Seattle, let's right, say. Right, right. They would sell the team yeah. to someone from likely out of state and then they that would person move the would move it. Yeah, I didn't really think because, quite frankly, the BOK Center is bigger. Mm-hmm. Square footage wise, I mean, the seating capacity is mm-hmm. roughly the same. Yeah, but that's the big problem with Paycom Center. It's the <laughs> smallest in the in the NBA in square footage, and so it's limited to what it can do. Not and the only Thunder with, play a game every year at the BOK Center this year included. Yes, every year they they've been a up there in uh, Tulsa, and the BOK Center. You know, if people out there are kind of wondering, geez. How come we never get any big concerts in Oklahoma City? They're how in the come they're, Center. How come they're always in Tulsa? Why can't we get... Well, the reason is Paycom Center cannot handle those huge acts. Those acts come in with four and five semi-loads full of stuff. The right. loading dock at the Paycom Center can accommodate three. Yeah. That's so the answer. And that's the other thing that the new arena will do. Yes. And three, right. loosely, two is really the reality. But Right, yeah. It's more like, yeah, two, comfortably, you can yeah. squeeze in, and the BOK Center does not have that problem, and right. that's why some of those big-time shows mm-hmm. are always in Tulsa, not in Oklahoma City. And people don't, you know, they talk about we're building an arena for billionaire basketball owners. No, no, they're a tenant in this arena, the one we have now, and they will be a tenant in the other arena. Right. The city owns it. And a 25-year and guarantee on that. Right. 
mm-hmm. is part of the deal. Right. And that's incredibly Huge. massive. Right. Huge. And so, you know, with the new arena, we should be able to get some of those events that we don't. And the city profits off of that. Right. And now they'll be able to, I mean, there are some arenas that are busy. Well, there are some that are busy literally every single day right. of the year. Well, where was this argument when the Oklahoma City uh, Convention Center was put in? I mean, it was, oh, it was, it here. was there too, right? Oh, exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. here's the whole point. You, you've, you've now, we've already seen massive revenue on that. And I don't know how many people have been out to that, to the new convention center. Fabulous. It is unbelievable. Yes. And the way it's designed is so much more logical than the Cox Convention Center was because the Cox Convention Center was the catch-all. Right before the Ford right. Center was built, it was yeah. it was everything, yeah. and so you. And when you, it first opened, I believe nineteen seventy one, as the, the myriad, myriad. Yeah, uh, you know there were all kinds of things that there was went a on myriad there. of there things was that were sure, <laughs> and and so that's but the, the, times change exactly, and that, that was fifty years what, ago. What happened is with <laughs> that catch all, the we couldn't get conventions in town. We didn't have hotel space to get in large conventions, and Oklahoma. What people don't understand is Oklahoma City is beautifully located. Right. To, to do this because yeah. these middle com- of the country, middle of the country, everybody can get to it. And probably just as important, you don't have to deal with like Dallas. When people go to Dallas, the traffic is absolutely atrocious. When you can come and do everything in downtown Oklahoma City and literally walk anywhere you need to walk, you mm-hmm. get the benefit of. Of everything. There is no drawback. But to do right. that, you have to have the place for them to come. Right. And so we build this new convention center, which what took, what, two years, give or take? Build this new convention center <clears throat> attached to the Omni, and now you have something that has never been designed to have an arena in it. It's only for conventions. And now you have what's now left over the result with the with the current Paycom Center is like this stair-step arena to go up from the Cox Center. Well, now that if you can get that a new arena, you're, you've done it. You've successfully brought your market into a top 20 market where we already are, but we're not generating the revenue of a top 20 right. market yet. And this would absolutely execute yeah. that. Yeah, and, and sometimes people, you know, like I say, you know, they were talking about it's going to cost an extra $1,200 a year. Like you're going to have to write a check. Well, and again, no, you're not because nothing's going to change. The MAPS tax, this will be an extent. They're not calling it a MAPS initiative, mm-hmm. but I mean, that basically is what it is. They're going to extend that penny sales tax. And basically to put this in perspective, all right, with people saying we need to save money, we need to do other things. Let's say the, well, there's four of us here. Mm-hmm. Let's say we all went out to dinner and I'm buying. I'm okay? in. I'm in. And our bill, for some reason, only came with the four of us. The bill only came to $100. Okay. If You're so cheap right now. I know, it's right? so fictional but right now. I, I, use, I use $100 <laughs> because <laughs> it's easy math. Yeah. yeah. If we did this when the MAPS tax did not exist or if we ended it, does not exist... <laughs> For that hundred dollar, that hundred dollar bill, mm-hmm. you know what that would, and you guys should know what what that bill would be. What percentage of the tax for maps would be? Like how much would no, I? No. How, how much, much of it would w- go to maps? No, 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 oh. no, no. Sorry. If we did not have that, oh, we if didn't. We have didn't that. have it. My hundred dollar bill 
would be 99. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because it's 1%. That's right. 1% of $1. So without this tax or a $100 dinner, you're going to save a dollar. Right. Well, guess what? <laughs> with my with my 1% cash back credit card, you just I'm did saving a dollar huh? anyway. Let me, let me just propose this. I feel like I have a solution for anybody who's on the backside of this. And, and it, here's what I'm going to say. I have watched the uh, expectation of tipping increase pretty radically. Boy, yeah. From a standard of 10% to now <clears throat> the the high end is like 25 to 30% I'm seeing on some of these uh-huh. credit card receipts. So here's uh-huh. what I propose. Go ahead and drop whatever you were going to tip by 1% because here's what I do know. The service that I get for that tip <laughs> has decreased oh gosh, right? yes. at an extraordinary That's rate. That's an excellent Since COVID. Yes. So let's just offset <laughs> it on your tipping. If you're buying something that doesn't in the city that doesn't have tipping attached to it, just keep a mental note and screw the next person over that you tip. <laughs> so there the people go. that were so <laughs> the people that so the people at the meeting that were screaming about a twelve hundred dollar check. Somebody obviously did a study that showed that the average Oklahoma City resident spent $100 in taxes, <clears throat> in sales tax per month. Yeah, apparently. In their day-to-day and life. I, I never saw that, but that's what but everybody that's obviously was where they got yeah. that. $100 bucks 1200, a month, uh, $1,200 right. a year. Which, for some people, might be accurate. For others, it might be a lot less than and that. It depends for on, others, it might be a lot more than that. And it depends on where you I live feel. in Oklahoma. If you live on the edge of Oklahoma City, you may be doing a bunch of your business in Edmond or in Yukon. Well, that, now, this, in, is, this is from buying stuff in Oklahoma City. So, I presumably, that. you live in Oklahoma City and you're buying your stuff in Oklahoma City. At least at least $100 worth the sales right. tax of right. our stuff every uh, every month. And, but so. you know, the other thing was, I was listening to a lady. She came up, and when she first started talking, I'm thinking, "Oh, geez, here we go again." She came up and she said, and and she was a uh, business owner, and she said, first of all, I've lived in Oklahoma City most of my life. I have never been to a Thunder game." I have never really had any interest in the NBA. And that's when I'm going, ah, geez, here we go. And then she said, but I have seen what Oklahoma City was like back in the 80s and the early 90s. Then with the first MAPS tax, I saw things change. And when the Thunder came into town in 2008, it changed even more. And she said, my business on Thunder Game Nights or any time there is an event at the arena is bonkers. Yep. And she said, and I have several other friends who own businesses, whether they're stores or restaurants or, you know, whatever, in the downtown area, the story is the same. And so she said, without the Thunder and some of the other events at the arena are, we may not be able to stay in business because, the, you know, it's, it's and, and she said, so the quality of life, the improvements, it's all because of this, the MAPS uh, agenda through the years and then the impact that the Thunder have had. And so she said, so even though I mean, you know, she said, I, hey, I hope the Thunder win every game they play. 
But, you know, despite never going to a game and not really being that much into the NBA, the presence of something like that has helped my business and my friends' businesses grow exponentially. Hmm. And, I, you know, in that, to have, you know, one of the city councilors talk about, you know, that all that smoke and mirrors when it's a provable thing as to how much, and I guess, you know, she could always say, well, you know, we don't know absolutely for sure if right. some of these businesses that are here now are here, if that was one of the reasons that they came here is because of that or if it was something else. But I can guarantee you that without not just the thunder, but all the other things that these types of initiatives have yeah. done. Well, just uh, even, we would be back where we were thirty years ago. I, man, there's no question. I mean, sheer tourism dollars alone. I mean, would right. we would we have Prairie Studios, Prairie Surf Studios in Oklahoma City? Maybe, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. And speaking of, it's interesting you bring up Prairie well, Surf Studios. Where's that, that going to go? Is because, what I want to Well, that's a that's a pretty good question yeah. because. The boat yesterday, they they still did not say where the exact location is. Well, I thought they were in El Reno was what I'd heard. Is where no, they were going to move not, to? No. Okay. He's, uh, he's you know. I'm not nothing. I've, I literally heard they were building a studio, a soundstage in El Reno. Okay. Oh, you're talking about Prairie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Thunder. No. Because no, no, no. what Tom was saying, where would the new arena right. be well, built? Well, no, I know where the new arena is going to be. Asking no. where Prairie That's Surf why was I was going. wondering where that studio will end up. Because oh, they are going to. Oh, okay. Probably take over that building and well, see that's been the assumption, and that's what I have heard that it would be at, at the old Cox Center. <laughs> but you know, they have said, uh, you know, yesterday they said, well, you know, we the final decision has not been made. Prairie Surf Studios, it was a temporary lease agreement with the city, like three or four with years, the or something. Cox Center. Hmm. And I think the thinking at that time was well. You know, you can be here for a while, but uh, but uh, here, hopefully, we're going to be building a new arena, and that's more than likely where we're going to put it. Mm -hmm. So you guys are going to need to leave. But when I, you know, I keep hearing, well, there's not been a decision, and they've kept this close to the vest. And I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe they're thinking, you know, Surf Studios has been a huge success. Maybe they're thinking, well, you know, geez, maybe we should leave it here. Maybe the cost to knock down the Cox Center is going to be extreme and they they're going to have to they can't even start to build the new arena until the cox center is torn down mm -hmm. yeah. and maybe they're thinking boy it would sure be a whole lot easier if bob howard would just let them uh you know would sell them the yeah that imp, that that lot immediately west of the arena mm -hmm. but uh so maybe you know maybe that's Maybe that's a possibility because they could go in, presumably, mm -hmm. and start construction sooner than they could because they wouldn't have to tear anything down. Now, I don't know what environmental studies they would need. I mean, there's there used to be a Ford dealership there and some other businesses. Mm -hmm. It's just a parking lot now, but you would have to do some excavation work in order to build the arena. Did they Would they a need lot. some new environmental studies to see if there's some sort of hidden pile of uh, who knows what down in there. I don't yeah, know the answer because they would go down quite a bit. Quite sure. It right. goes yeah, down yeah, underground yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. There's yeah. arenas. Several Absolutely. stories. <laughs> and uh, 
So yeah, there would have to be. Um, so I don't know what the answer mm. is to that. And I, my guess is still because that is city owned land where the Cox Center is. So they wouldn't have to buy any land, but they would have to, you know, demolish the, the Cox Center. And so maybe, I don't know, they're looking into that and maybe they're thinking, Jesus is going to cost us more than what we would. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know mm. what the answer is. And I don't know why you wouldn't go ahead and say, this is where we're going to put it. Mm-hmm. If you're, well, if you knew, so, you would probably. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, if they don't know yet, maybe there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we've been talking about this for a while. I mean, everybody's known that here eventually we're going to need to build a new arena. And I know that that the Cox Center has definitely been a site that people have talked about. The Bob Howard parking lot is another one, a, a place in Lower Bricktown. You know, I think like where the old uh, cotton uh, gin yeah. uh, plant, you know, used to be is something else. And there are a couple other Down on the locations. river is the places that I think we should build it is because it's just open and there's still property down there that's it's it could be made pretty. And mm. it's kind of an already kind of a sports area. So I would see something maybe between Scissors Hill Park and well, the Boathouse. Well, now, now remember, I, I think, isn't that where the, the new uh, the soccer stadium's going? Oh, That's yeah. That's down on the river That's there right. somewhere. And, and remember, see, a lot of people... Forgot about that. And, and the other thing that was mentioned during the city council meeting that Tom paid no attention to because oh he, my was, gosh. he was having a Colorado, Rocky Mountain high. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they said many of the people who were opposed to this, even people on the city council, yeah. were saying, this is a lot of money to spend for something like this, for a basket. They kept saying a basket. They never really hardly ever talked about the other stuff. <laughs> when we have so many needs in Oklahoma City, and they mentioned the, the homeless situation. Mm-hmm. They mentioned the drug problem. They mentioned schools. They, you know, all kinds of things that we ought to be spending our money on. And shootings I, of course, at the state fair. And I'm shootings at the state fair. And I'm thinking... <laughs> Okay, now wait a minute. Maps 2 was maps for schools where they spent $700 million, I believe, building new schools to replace some of the ones that were really old and in disrepair. We had a new John Marshall High School, a new Douglas High School, several new grade schools. And Was that part of MAPS? That was maps too. The okay. maps for schools. Yeah, see, there you go. Uh, you well, forgot so, about it also. No, it was so long and, ago. Well, it, it was right, and I'm, I'm not. And I, you know, and I, and now I that you say it, now you say maps for schools. That yes, jogged my memory right, that right. it was maps for schools. Right, and but yeah. people forget some of those things, and it, it's hard to remember something. I mean, that was the second maps. I mean, it's been a while. The thing that I find, especially for city officials who seem to not be aware of this, you know, when they talk about, well, we have needs for this and this, you know, mass transit, the homeless, the this, the that, the yada, yada, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. Maps four, okay? The one that's underway right now, maps four. You know what that does? That addresses 16 projects involving the homeless, mm-hmm. mass transit, 
various other things. You know how much they're spending on MAPS for? There are 16 projects addressing these various community issues. You know how much that is? $1.1 billion. And they're down there saying, and I'm not saying, you know, maybe they need more than $1.1 billion. Okay. But they're talking like, we haven't done this. You know, we're, we're building an arena for the Thunder and the billionaire owners without addressing any of these other issues. Well, yeah, we're addressing it right now. Mm. 16 projects worth $1.1 billion. So you're expecting uh, politicians and bureaucrats to be forthright and mm. up front. Okay, I admit that was <laughs> stupid of <laughs> <laughs> I like to be honest. I know. And that is just flat out being stupid. So right. is this next, so uh, the vote on the 12th, mm -hmm. will that be for MAPS 5? Well, they're not. Or are they naming it yet and uh, well, they haven't putting that, other things on the project? No, no. Basically what they've said is <laughs> this will not be technically a MAPS thing. Okay. Because it's strictly... For the, the arena. arena. Okay. It's a singular issue. Not to mention that this one won't be fully funded on the front end, right? This one's going to be... Right. It will, be it a, won't... Right. Loan. Right. What, what, they'll, what they will do, because the MAPS... Because MAPS 4 doesn't run out exactly. until it's, I believe, 2027, I think, where that money will come in. Because we're trying to raise $1.1 here. And uh, that's going to take a little while. And it just really started, I guess, a year ago or two years ago, whatever it was. And so on the back end of MAPS 4, the new one will go into effect in 2028 or 2027 and will extend another, what is it, six six years, I think? Yeah. Six years, like I think. Something, something like that to raise at least $900 million, and it'll probably raise, you know, a little more but than that. But the timing that. is simply going to work to wait right. till then. Right, yeah. and you can't, right, exactly. You cannot wait that long. Uh, also, since the world will be completely crumbled by then. True, and it that's may not matter. The People best may part. not be spending that extra $1,200. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. So, this uh, is a non-issue. You know, the non bank is going to be right. on the hook for this money, exactly. buddy. Uh, and, the and there will be no basketball but no. when the, the world collapses. Uh, right. so. yeah, well, there will be, but uh, it'll be in the streets. <laughs> played with human heads, probably. <laughs> probably. Wow. Yeah, probably. Dang. Uh, At least but, in my compound, it will. Nothing's going to keep people out <laughs> like us playing basketball with human heads. This message brought to you by the Stream Grace Network. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man. No, so th there will be, uh, yeah, they are going to have to, they're not, they're not really calling it a, a loan, although that's kind of what it is. They'll have a line of credit right. from, uh, you know, a local... I mean, George Kaiser, who's one of the Thunder owners, he owns Bank of Oklahoma. He yeah. owns BOK. Yeah. And Jeff Records, another Thunder owner, he owns Mid-First Bank. Yeah. So there's a couple right there that might... That, <laughs> to quote you know, the bard, maybe do that. A, lo a loan by any other name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, no, they, they have the $50 million that the Thunder will be paying. And that was another thing. Yeah. You know, people were complaining about, ah, geez, they're only committing $50 million. They're committing an entire superstar plus of salary. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, because they brought up, you know, some of these other cities that have built new arenas where the contribution of the ownership group has been significantly more. And the contribution of the ownership group is ownership.
You, you, well, that I mean, if it yeah. weren't for them, we wouldn't have it at all. Well, well that's what right. I'm saying. If, if the Thunder wanted to pony up $500,000, you think a, the 100% of the revenue is going back to the city? Uh, no. Well, 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 I mean, we've kind of talked, talked about, about it. it. Yeah. You know, if the ownership group wanted, they they could. If they wanted to say, well, all right, screw it. We'll build our own darn exactly. thing. And we'll do it the way we want to. And you people can go back to playing tiddlywinks or doing whatever <laughs> you're going to do. You won't be able to make, we'll take the profits of all of it. We won't pay the city a lease payment because, you know, we own the darn thing. Yeah. And all like that. And if you don't like the content that we provide in this arena. Sorry. Exactly. We own it. We're bringing it in. And, you know, you guys don't have to come down here and watch it if you don't want to. This is the thing. It's really no different than having a debate over giving Dell a tax break to move into the community. You know well, what I'm it saying? Is, yeah. it's, it's, it's all the same yeah, concept. Yeah, Do you yeah. want to grow your GDP or not? And right. that's really and what this speaking comes of, to. And speaking of that, the I, GDP. Man, I am I'm just like on fire today. You know, we haven't hardly paid any attention to my list, but some of this some of <laughs> We this never stuff, do. When no, do we, we never ever? Do. We never do. And it'll all be there next week anyway. But the <laughs> yeah, GDP, since the, since the Thunder have moved here in 2008... And this is according to another uh, an economic study that, you know, uh, Nikki Nice and Joe Beth Hammond in particular believe is, you know, smoke and mirrors or whatever. And right. I don't know. Maybe it is. But nonetheless, the study says that since 2008, all right, that's when the Thunder moved to Oklahoma City from Seattle, that Oklahoma City's GDP, all right, in 15 years, has grown 62%. Yeah. That is a huge number. Yeah. Huge number. Now, is all of that attributable directly to the Thunder? Probably of course not. not. But is it attributable but, to in tertiary ways? Yes, Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because some of these big companies that have come to Oklahoma City, one of the reasons they know about Oklahoma City is because of NBA basketball. That's right. You know, Oklahoma City is now known worldwide because of the thunder. Have you not even noticed? Like, I've been watching the new Apple series called Invasion, which is really good. You know, I've, uh, yes, I've, yes. So I the, watched it when it first came out, and I just finished it this new season uh, well, yesterday, it's, as a matter of fact. Well, a new one releases today. It's got like. Oh, it, oh really? Season yeah. three releases today? No, 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 no. Season two is still in the midst. We're only six episodes into season two. Oh. That's what I did too. I thought I finished it. Oh, okay. I clicked on it and it said new new episode this Wednesday. You know? Oh, okay, okay, but okay. Do you know the town? Well, it did kind of end a little weird. It, it, I'm like, I man, know. that's like, a that's a heck of a cliffhanger. Right. We're gonna wait till. So, okay. so do you know the town they were in for the first episode? Do you remember what town they were in? Uh, Ida Bell, first... Oklahoma. Hmm. Oh, the first episode of season two. The first episode of season right. one, that the, there's yes. a sheriff, and it's Ida Bell, Oklahoma. Ida Bell, yes. The, the movie Ghostbusters, the new newest one where it's the- Afterlife. Yes, the kids, which actually, not a, not a bad film at all, by the way. Um, it's not, it's understated a little bit, but they're in Oklahoma for that movie. And the only reason, there's only two points in that movie where you're really going to figure this out. One, they actually say something or, you know, there may be a police car or something that says Oklahoma. But uh, there's an episode or a part of it where they're walking into a school and I 
just could have swore I saw this little elementary kid had a thunder hat on. So I rewound it, you know, rewound it. That's something from the 80s. I, <laughs> I saw that told too. <laughs> Siri to, to go back 30 seconds. Anyway, um, yeah, but the kid had the thunder hat, and then yep. you look a little further into it, and yeah, they're in Oklahoma. Now, I say that just to say, like, I'm seeing Oklahoma pop up in pop culture. When I was a kid, it was never, right, right. ever, nothing right. was ever Oklahoma. Are you kidding? Right. And so Except we have for the two, occasional Eskimo Joes. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's been pop culture you know for a and lot of years. And that's really true. That's a that was another really cool thing about going to Stillwater with Randy. Just because yeah. I remember that. I mean that, that thing was in China for goodness' sake. I know. It's, you see them overseas yeah, everywhere, everywhere, man. But, Crazy. but you look at stuff like that, and and since not just the thunder, but probably since the thunder, <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're just Oklahoma City's name exists. Really, it's probably since the Hornets. That that would be where that really started because. Mm-hmm. New Orleans gets dis- displaced right, right. over here. And, and and I think that's the whole thing. Case in point, the reason the Thunder are here is we, we had this test during Katrina's aftermath with New Orleans here. Mm-hmm. And we had two seasons, I guess. Two seasons with the New Orleans With the Hornets. New Orleans Hornets. And Oklahoma City ate it up. Mm-hmm. And they saw the growth, not just the growth in in the revenue, the direct result of spending money and, and getting tax revenue, but the exposure to the fact that Oklahoma City isn't just a podunk town. I mean, Oklahoma City, for the longest time, was one of the largest cities, if not the largest city in the United States by landmass or by borders. Uh, it's still gargantuan now, but taken over definitely by the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And then some. Yes. <coughs> yes. But, but from a sheer population standpoint, there's... You know, think of it like this. I think New York City has 12 million people in it, and that's that's a lot, right? Oklahoma City, greater Oklahoma City area, the metro is a million folks, if not more. Yeah, and, it's a little more, I think. Yeah, actually. I think it's like 12, 1.2 or something. But but the state is 4 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You compare that to some, like, to put it into comparison, I, I believe it's like Sweden or someplace like that. Their total country is like 4 million people. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a lot of of just understated realities. And for, you know, I can't, to me, just as a kid growing up here and spending time, I'm now 47 years old. So born here in 1976, and you look at how the city's progressed, it, it wasn't, it's not linear. It's not like, you know, cause again, I'm, I'm in the middle of the eighties, the, the oil bust that went on there. You didn't see this slow rise. There is a massive slope and it happened it hap- it correlated 100% with maps and and the big kickstart was absolutely the thunder getting here well and you know you mentioned uh Oklahoma and uh, and Oklahoma City there's a couple other things you know the show on Hulu Reservation Dogs oh, have you res- seen any of that yeah i have not seen it but it's i know it's really lot. really good the new and movie coming out in, Octo- in october the Killers of the Flower Moon, Moon Martin, which big, I have seen some big trailers time stars of that. And big time that everything. is going to be a. I'm sure they huge, did some work on that at the uh, Prairie Surf. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, yes, I don't the, know for sure, but they did uh, some work at Prairie Surf Studios mm-hmm. on that, and they shot it all up right. in northeastern Oklahoma. The exteriors, right. the scenics were all done in Osage County, mm-hmm. much of it around Pawhuska, and the story stays pretty close to what really happened right. back in the 20s when when this all went down. 
but it should and it's right. I mean, mm-hmm. the director's Martin Scorsese, yeah, big time. It uh, stars probably uh, probably Robert be up for De Niro, some probably be up for some Oscars uh, next season. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. And uh, it's already getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Tulsa, not only perhaps Tulsa basically King. everything. Yeah. Uh, side Tulsa note, King. Oh, uh, that was a farce because <laughs> they shot exteriors in Oklahoma City. Even better. And said it was Tulsa, which <laughs> right. was well, just funny they also for shot, people that live here. But they, uh, the, Yes, yeah, they shot some they here, shot but they some. shot... At the State Fair. They shot a bunch up they in did. Tulsa, too. Yeah, no, yeah. they did. Because so ESPN just come across, for those who gives a crap, uh, the NCAA has put the 12-man uh, or 12-team... Uh, playoff tournament talks on hold, waiting to see what shakes out with the Pac-12. Really? Hmm. Well, the Pac-12 is down to the Pac-2, so <laughs> yeah. what's well, already shaking out? I'm not sure what's, what they're waiting to see uh, yeah, shakes out. But, uh, <laughs> maybe they're thinking about making the Pac-12 the tournament. Could be. <laughs> I, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but, and, and the other thing, have you seen the new Taylor uh, Sheridan. Sheridan show? Um Oh, what it, what, oh, you geez. told me about it, but the answer is no, I hadn't watched it yet. Uh, oh, it's the, is it the special ops thing? The, yeah, the, yeah, the women, spe- yes. women lioness. Ops? Lioness. That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. lioness. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched that and I'm, and I hadn't heard about any of this, so I'm watching it. Trying to see the what his correlation is going to be right? to this the, the, conversation. Well, it's coming. I know. Uh, I'm interested. The, uh, I'm very you, interested. If, if you'll just no, no, no. Let's talk about what we're about to talk if, about for a little you longer. Too, as Archie, as Archie Bunker used to say, <laughs> stifle. Eat just, it. Eat it. Just stifle it. Stifle yourselves. There's nobody listening so to I'm this watching, that's going to know that reference. I'm watching the first episode, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff uh, happening over in Afghanistan and this kind of stuff with CIA special ops. And then the scene uh, switches to a young woman who's being abused by her boyfriend. She's gotten in with a gang uh, kind of a thing. And she runs out. <laughs> she City. runs out of the house away from her boyfriend. She ends up sleeping outside because she doesn't know where to go. Trosper Park. And she went to some <laughs> park, yes. I don't know where, but, you know, and I'm not even thinking about that. And there's a sunrise shot. Oh, and there's and, the Devon Tower. And th- there it is. Is it really? Yes. Oh, wow. There's How a sunrise that? shot. I knew if I kept jumping in, up, I'd get there. And I was like, wait a minute. And I had to stop it and rewind it <laughs> and then pause it on that shot. And I'm like, well, that's Oklahoma City. That is unquestionably the Devon Tower. You could see, you know, all of you know the other makes stuff. a little bit of sense because where is he? Where is well, he located in? A lot down of, in North Texas. Well, Taylor right. Sheridan lives. Sure, in, he lives. He lives in Flower Mound area, I think. And he, of course, has a <clears throat> rather well-known ranch. Uh, out right. Of the South no, Texas absolutely. But I, de- I think he does called? a lot of his production. Huh? What's that one called? The Four Sixes. The Four Sixes. <laughs> yes. He does a lot sixes. of the uh, of his production. Well, and he does stuff, a lot so. of production at Prairie Surf Studios and here in he Oklahoma did City. Tulsa King. So. And Tulsa King. Go. And Which, Bass Reeves. That they've done oh, a lot of that. Up, yeah. with, that's Sly, coming up uh, Sly said he's never working here again because uh, too, hot. Heat. <laughs> too hot. Too hot. Yeah, uh, hard. To, hard. But you can't. Hard you, to it's hard to that. believe with his age, though, because you know he's got a his skin's thinning up. He's probably gets cold more. I would and think. Plus, he'd he's like it. he's it's better than Florida. He's sweated oh, a lot no in his doubt. career. Or exactly, uh, his whole career he's, he's been, been wet. Sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Because of all that stuff that he's done. That's right. But in addition to the skyline shot. The, the police are called at one point and they're rolling up in 
Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Yes, yeah. authentic look. I mean, it's not. Sometimes, you know, they pick them up. But no, I mean, it's the all black, you know, and the guys get out. They're in the Oklahoma City police uniforms mm. and all like that. And they're mm -hmm. talking about it. And mm. I, I didn't see it. Maybe I was like Tom, just not paying attention to certain things. <laughs> Man. Man. I am piling on. Well, the reason we had Adam maybe on today is we're trying out a new producer before. since Tom is clearly on his Speaking way out. Speaking of Adam, Adam's been a kind of a silent partner today. You want to you want to chip in? Y'all's doing great. Y'all keep it up. You got anything we, you want to talk he about today? with everything. We're, uh, I'm just writing down this stuff to watch while I'm at home. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, it, and uh, Lioness was, uh, I, it's really good. Yeah. It is really good, really well done. Zoe Saldana and Nicole Kidman. Uh, is, Zoe, is Zoe the girl from like... Uh, I don't know. You would, the girl from Ipanema? No. I don't know that name right off the bat. I'm pretty sure she's... She's been in a lot of stuff. Mm. I mean, she's a pretty big star. As is Nicole Kidman. Oh, I know Guardians of the Galaxy is what I was trying to think oh, of. okay. Well, oh, maybe. I'm I asking. Know. I don't know. The alien I haven't girl seen, in that? Okay, I haven't maybe. seen any of that. All right. I'm just going to look it uh, up because, gosh, you guys are helpful. But yeah, Zoe Saldana's we been in the line. She's really second. good in uh, <laughs> one Lioness. second to look it up. So well, I'll start uh, the music anyway. Hey, one thing real quick. It's kind of funny. You got that, probably sixty seconds. All right, Iowa State. Four Iowa State football player, players signed an NIL deal with the Iowa Pork Board. It's all because of their last names. They did a deal with it. They, they, the Iowa Pork Board wanted to talk of increased sales of ham and bacon. <laughs> they signed a deal with these Iowa State football players. They bring a table out full of ham and bacon. They bring the players up. Players don't sit at the table to eat. They turn their back on the table and the backs of their football jerseys with their last names on the back. <laughs> their last names are Purchase, Moore, Hammond, Bacon. You're kidding. I am not kidding. That's that awesome. is the truth. Purchase more ham and bacon. Hammond. And you can look it up. Go to ESPN, ESPN.com. That's cool. Has the photograph. Awesome. It's really cool. That's a great idea Some marketing for an person who is, uh, yes. the Iowa Port is the hero. Confirmed that Zoe is in Guardians now. Okay. All right, go ahead. All right, before the music runs out, that'll do it for us today. I'm Randy Renner. I'm Jose Cuervo. <laughs> I wish I had a Jose Cuervo. <laughs> Who are you, Johnny Walker? <laughs> Adam, I'll be Jack. You're Jack. Jack. All right. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm just a wild turkey over here. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll be back with you again for another edition of Scatter Shooting.